it's good to see you. Yes, I know. It's been forever. Why well, did I tell you I saw you at um? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on on uh what street is that uh that was that was out by the airport by the airport and it was right. just so random i was like wait hey i know him and i tried to do like a u-turn and the, yeah the people was upset so yeah. right now I, I i used you the other day as an example that that situation i'm like you have to be careful like wherever you are like make sure you never get caught out of pocket make sure you you stay consistent. This is why uh, uh integrity is so important i was like you don't know who's watching you don't know who's just gonna see you like what you're right. doing that was so random. I was taking my mother-in-law to the airport. It was like in the middle of the day, random day. It wasn't a holiday or anything. I was like, wait, I know him. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Nah, it's, it's dope. And I was out there shooting uh, shooting something for the city. They had done like an artwork installation there or whatever. Because you were honking oh, a horn and everything. I was like, what the heck is going on? I thought it was about the accident <laughs> or something. Right. And like I said, I tried to like do a U-turn and the people were honking at me. I was like, you know what? I'ma just uh let him know I see him later. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Nah. Matter of fact, this is a perfect segue to just roll straight into it. Um, okay. because it's funny how life has always since we met, life has put us like crossing paths all the time, like out of nowhere. Um right. and I regularly talk about you because you have been like so incredibly important career-wise to me. It's like wild that like Jasmine came in out of nowhere. We were working at you know over at Hermes together. And it's like the way things fell in line, like some of the career uh, relationships we have today is largely in part to you setting that up. Like, you know, we had to go in there and do legwork. But if it wasn't for Jasmine reaching out and saying, go talk to these guys, mm-hmm. I don't know that that door would have opened the way it did. And I'm like super appreciative of of you and personally and business wise, all the stuff that like, you know, the since you've been involved in, and in my life, it's been nothing but great stuff. And it's like, You've been cool as heck and down to earth. It's like it's never <laughs> been like I owe Jasmine nothing. It's just been like that's just what Jasmine does. I'm looking out. That's it makes perfect sense. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I appreciate you 100. percent I'm I'm glad that we had a chance to talk and, and and we maintain the relationship and just to check in on each other every now and then. So how you been? You doing uh business stuff? What what's going on? Yes. Well, thank you for that. Um, you know I I sometimes laugh because I tend to give people unsolicited advice sometimes and unsolicited um just opinions but i usually i do i i do it genuinely like i do it because i want to see everybody win so if there's an opportunity for for anybody that i know i'm putting you on first like that's just how i move so like once the opportunity came, I was like, wait, hey, I know some guys that do videography. I know some guys that do photography. Like I know if, if I know and like I told you before when we talked I can vouch for you because of the professionalism. And I'm gonna continue to say that again and again. Like I knew if I said, hey, reach out to him, you're gonna be on point. You're not gonna embarrass me. You're not gonna be late. You're not gonna give the you know, half part work. So um, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to help with that. Cause yeah, I see you guys everywhere now. I'm like, look at them. <laughs> They're doing so good. And that's super exciting. Cause a lot of times all we need is just the opportunity, right? And then once you get in the door, then you can continue to climb and 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 do what you need to do. But yeah, perfect segue to um, what I'm doing now, which is always a lot of stuff at the same time. And sometimes when I say it out loud, I'm like, well, how am I doing all these things? But anyway, right. so I um, the last time we spoke, I was at Cativa CBD. Um, through the issues with the pandemic um, and them shifting gears, I uh, stepped away from that position. And through the time when I was not with them, I started to think about where I thought I could be most helpful. And I realized kind of back to your point, I like to to put people in positions to win. So I said, okay, well, how can I do that? So um, that's how I came up with um, brand one-on-one. And pretty much what the what that means to me, the the title or the the name means that I would like to be able to provide people with what I would consider like a one-on-one kind of service, meaning even if I were to have 50 clients, I want you to feel like you're the only one, right? So like a one-on-one kind of experience. And I want to do it in a way that is affordable for small businesses. Okay. So I say that to say, another segue. I work for an agency now. Um, I work for Rocket Ship. Um, it is a digital marketing um, firm based out of Seattle, Washington. 
Mm. Love it. Rocket ship is amazing. Um, however, due to the fact that rocket ship has all of these amazing staff members, such as myself with tons of experience and knowledge, et cetera, rocket ship may not necessarily be, um, the best path for a small business owner who's just starting out. Okay. Um, you just may not have the resources to be able to invest at that level yet. So brand one-on-one -on -one came from a place of being able to say, well, okay, maybe you don't have the largest advertising budget or you don't have the largest marketing budget, but what are some things you can do um, to either launch or sustain your business that are low cost? And what I find is a lot of times people miss opportunities that are relatively either free or low cost and something like customer service. Like I'm huge on customer customer service and customer retention because it's much cheaper to retain a customer than it is to acquire a customer. And um, a lot of businesses that provide services or even products, they miss out on that. Just something as simple as retention. If someone purchases something from you, they should now be on your radar for the next time that you uh, launch another product or, or you introduce something. Or if you own a, a restaurant, um, the, the person that visits your restaurant, you should now be nurturing that relationship. So, you know, whenever they think about coming out to eat, they think about your restaurant or when they think about referring some, when let's just say, for instance, someone says, where should I eat? They should be thinking about your restaurant. You know what I mean? And those are like good feelings for not necessarily, let me back up. When I say good feelings, I say that if someone has a good feeling about your business, they'll refer it. Referrals right. are free. Not right. only are referrals free, they are literally your best form of advertising. Right. You know, someone is going to trust someone that has used your service or used your product and liked it versus any advertisement or anything that they see. So all of these things kind of just go into you not needing to have a huge marketing budget in order to um, to be successful in business. Now, I'm not going to say it doesn't cost any money because I kind of want to also break that. Um, piece of misinformation that's out there that, oh, you can launch for free and, you know, you don't need any money. You don't need any money. You don't need any money. I think that that's incorrect. Um, I do think there, you know, there are some funds that, that, that are necessary. Like you, you should have an advertising budget. Should it be the highest advertising budget if you're just starting out? No, but you know, boost a Facebook post for like 50 bucks a week. It goes a long way, you exactly. know? So I do think there, so that's the second part of it. Um, since, since we spoke, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I got my master's finally. I okay, know we have been cool. talking about it um, when we were at um, Hermes. So yeah, yeah. I, I got my, my MBA um, with a concentration in marketing. So, you know, I've learned a lot more about marketing than I knew even, you know, three or four years ago. So even wanting to take some of that knowledge and now experience being at this agency and learning so much and just helping people. Like it all boils down to helping people. And right. um, that's what I'm passionate about. So you know, they always say, you know, go after what you would do for free. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I, I would say for the most part, I mean, um, I, I actually have one client with brand one-on-one right now who is actually Johnny Garcia. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my, my, my one actual client right now. I'm, um, heading up their marketing efforts with the data center that he's building in Port for Smith, Virginia Beach. <laughs> so, that's great. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, so that, that's exactly wow. where the company is right now with, with my, my one official client, but unofficially, okay. um, I've just been helping out people that I'm either friends with or family that, um, have businesses that need help. Um, yeah, I've, I've just been doing that so far. Yeah. Not in this interest, you talk about reaching out to people because depending on the budgets, right. You say like the certain companies are going to need that large scale approach and certain companies are going to need, you know, something a little more direct. Right. And what we tell people on the video side, and sometimes it, it might sound a little, um, like if we don't want to work with a person, but when we start educating people on like, listen, if you don't have a budget, there are things you need to be doing just with your phone. Like you, mm -hmm. you have a camera in your pocket. Um, there's different stages of business because we come from the background of having no business at all, starting it from zero ourselves learning on the job. Right. And we understand something very clearly when we went into the business and especially now four years of doing business is when you have no budget, you are the currency. You have to go in there and put the sweat equity in, you know, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times what 
you run into, unfortunately, is sometimes small businesses might get in um, a situation where they think like, you know, well, you know, you know, I'm a small business, so you should hook me up. And it's like, nah, you should hook yourself up. What you should do is, you know, there's, I think there's a little bit of ego there. Sometimes people don't want to be seen doing it on their phone. They want the full production. They want the full marketing team. And it's like, no, understand that where you are today, you're on a sweat equity level. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. Embrace the process. Get that camera out on your phone and start doing your own little videos real quick. Do some selfie videos. Do some updates on your business. Do some vlog style stuff until you get to a point where you're now you could bring somebody in. Um, right. And, and, and that's the thing. It's like I, I think on the video production side, we're kind of gearing up to get into the more the education side of things where it's like, listen, we want to be of value and just show you that this is what you need to be doing on your own. And when you're ready, right. we're here for you. Um, right. And we just want to be those information providers and like the subject matter experts. So it's like now when you have the budget, you know who to go to. The person that's been feeding you the game for free, that's who you go to now exactly. to, to go get the larger scale stuff. Um, so, I mean, what, what are some of the things you're telling people on a lower level, like when they're going into marketing for the first time? I mean, of course, leveraging social media, right? Like Facebook and all that stuff. Like what should people be doing on the beginning where it's like, I don't have the budget even for Jasmine. What should I be doing on my own? Right. So, um, I'll, I'll take an example. Somebody reached out to me yesterday and they're promoting an event and, um, the person acts like, okay, I need help. Where should I start? So, you know, I glance at the event and, um, one of the things that I do is I, I tell people you need to re remove friction points and friction points are anything that will cause someone to not convert, right? right? Whatever that right. conversion is, whatever you're looking for, whether it's a sale or for them to subscribe to something, whatever it is. So um, one of the things I saw um, in the Instagram bio is the, the link isn't clickable for the tickets, right? Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. a friction point because yep. you're asking me to do way too much. I'm not going to copy and paste out the Instagram yep. bio yep. and go put it somewhere else. You know, Linktree is free. Uh, I think of this one called Flow, Later, Milkshake, all those types of things so that you can put a link that will link people to the tickets, to the website, whatever it is that you have. Back to that at that Instagram bio. I did a bit of research last week for um, my, uh-oh, did I freeze? No, you're good. Keep going. It, it froze for a second, but then I heard you back to the oh, Instagram okay. bio. Okay. Yeah. So I did a little bit of research last week and um, I realized that the way that we use, well, that we used to use, let me not say that we used to use Google, but remember when you wanted to like learn about something, you would go immediately to Google. Well, it's right. shifting somewhat to now you're going to the social media page of the business. So mm -hmm. people have to keep that in mind to say, okay, let me make sure my page or my bio is optimized, right? So that right. people can either locate me. You, you, you would not believe how many businesses that are brick and mortar that I look at their Instagram page and there's no location. Right. That's insane to me. That's a free feature. Put your location so I know where to find you. It And like you said, with ego, it's almost like you expect that people are going to want what you have. So they're going to do all this extra legwork to get to it. And th that that's way too much ego. You have to make it as simple as possible for people to do what, like I said, whatever it is you want them to do. Going back to what I just said about Google searches, another free tool that a lot of businesses don't use is Google My Business, right? Mm -hmm. That's free for you to put your business on Google so that when someone puts in the, in the business name, you pop up on Google. So, you know, just simple little things, I think that remove those, those friction points are, are, are where, you know, I tell people to start. I also find that now, because I'm more educated, I'm able to even pass along more education about people understanding that um, when you look at the uh, different pieces of marketing to not solely focus just on digital marketing and then to go even granular and not to just focus on social media. Like you hear everybody thinking digital marketing is just social media and that's not true. You should still have a website. Your website yeah. should still, you know, you, you know, you can do a free Wix site and, and do it yourself, but you know, just make sure you have all the basic information on there. People know how to find you, how to contact you. Boom. You're there. Um, when, if you want to be, like you said, uh, a subject matter expert, make sure you're writing some blogs. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday and explaining to them because they said they don't have time to write write blogs and you know they're they're not a writer, et cetera. I said, okay, well, 
Um, you can uh, go to the notes app on your phone and you can um, record and then mm -hmm. it'll write it for you. I think Google has another feature like that, like Google typing or Google type my voice or something. Right. Or you can um, get a video transcribed. So you can like record a video, like maybe even something like this. Like you could take this and get it transcribed and take bits and pieces out of it for content for like your website or your blog or your social media, you know, um, that's free. You know, so again, just utilizing things that are super low cost that really help. And then with the blogs, that helps out with your SEO, search engine optimization, you mm -hmm. coming up in a search when someone is looking for something. Um, that's really, really important. And I realized that was important working at the agency. Um, that, you know, if you want to be on the first page of Google, you got to do some work, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, like some of the blogs come in and the content marketing, um, and then you have your other like paid forms of things like your pay-per-click and your um, paid search and, and a few other things. But um, so then you, you got your digital marketing, right? And then you have your, what I still consider like, oh, one more piece of the digital marketing is your email list. Email list is super important. And I say that because remember when Instagram went down a couple of uh, months ago, people lost their minds. When mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook went down, people were just like, OMG, what am I gonna do? My whole business lives here. And it's like, wait a minute, use this as an opportunity to remember that you should have another way for your, you should have another way to contact your customers and they should have another way to contact you, which is via your website or email or whatever. Right. But here we go, it's February. So I'm gonna start my normal pitch where I'm starting to tell people that have, uh, especially product-based businesses, vending opportunities are starting to pop up. So, you know, your local, your local town or city usually has some vending opportunities. Maybe if you want to go on a more regional scale. And then there are some of them, they have pretty low barriers to entry because they're not that expensive. And that, some of them are like 150 bucks. You know what I mean? Right. And then you get to be on their mailing list. Um, it's helping with your SEO because if they put out an advertisement and your business name is there, it'll show up. And it just helps for brand awareness and brand recognition. Right. So, um, no, and it's, it's definitely a lot of things. It's it's important because, and and this is why it's good to come from an education perspective. Because I I think not to speak for you, but for me, and and you might have some parallels on how you feel about it. I think my heart is really to still to help people a lot, and what I'm doing, I really would do for free. And mm -hmm. I I find myself constantly like motivating people and telling people for two reasons. I want to see people succeed, and at the same time, I'm kind of pumping myself up. You know, I'm saying these things out loud because it's like I need to remind myself it's not as hard as people might think. Um, there's, there's that sweat equity element to it where you just got to drill down and do it. Um, and it's weird because sometimes it's hard to navigate from a business owner perspective. It's hard to navigate when I can push someone to, all right, you got to understand, you got to start paying now, you know, and now, now you're at that, 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 that point where, you know, you're asking for too much, right? Like there's a certain amount we're willing to do for free, you know, education wise, but at some point you do have to assign a budget to it. They, they have to understand that. And it's weird because I think in the very beginning stages of business, a lot of mistakes I see people doing is they come out the gate way too low. And then mm -hmm. that becomes the, the kind of the foundation for a conversation of how everybody else around you should keep their prices low because you kind of went into market way too low and you, mm -hmm. you feel like you can't afford to scale. But I tell people all the time, you need to price yourself to the point of the business you want to be at. Like, right. we, we shouldn't be trying to be the lowest cost every single time. You and I worked at a place right. where I actually learned that from them. You shouldn't always try to win the business. Just let's go with the cheapest product ever. Now, nah, go with the more mm -hmm. efficient product. Go with, yeah, my stuff costs a little more, but it's cost more because you get more out of it in the long run. Right. Your business is going to grow more using my service. Um and that's why it's important. And I think that's that's why I started this whole podcasting back up. We did it, you know, last year and you were on there um, and I started it up again because I'm like, no, the conversation needs to keep happening. There's still people building businesses, especially now when COVID hit. A lot of people with all this extra free time realize I might as well just pursue my passion. I might as well. And you hear people all the time going, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a business owner with all that free time. It's like you should have capitalized on it. And a lot of people mm -hmm. are still working remote. And I tell people, if you're working remote and you're not chasing your dream right now, in a previous episode, we said it, you don't, you don't deserve your dream. Then my friend said it, you know, now is the opportunity to, to stop complaining mm -hmm. because there's always been the excuse of, well, I got to do the nine to five and when am I supposed to chase my dreams? Cause I got to come home, feed the kids, do homework, mm -hmm. go to sleep. It's like, well, if you're working remote, like a lot of people are, if you, if you got that blessing to do that, then manage your time better 
sacrifice some time in the evening or whatever you got to do. But now's the time because um, I get it as parents. That opportunity is real rough. It, it, it's hard to do that, you know, working the nine to five thing. And we I constantly run into people that's like, well, when I was a kid, you know, I had way more time. You know, if I was 20 years old with no kids, I'd be able to do this. It's like, I get it. But you can do it right now. It's going to be harder, right. but you could do it. Mm -hmm. You're still drawing breath. You still have the opportunity. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's even harder for other people. You know, you might have three. Right. I got three kids. There's other people that got four and five and they're making it work. Um, right. But but nobody right. ever achieves success complaining their way into it. It's like, right. Or excuses rather. Right. Yeah. Like accept the reality you're in and just understand that this is where I have to be. This is the situation I'm in to, and I have to succeed through it. That's it. It's right. not, I can't succeed right. because of this. No, I have to succeed mm -hmm. right through this and keep moving. Um, right. So it, it, it's, it's dope. It's funny that you came back full circle to, to, to Johnny and all that doing that stuff. I and that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's hilarious to me, but that's also important as to why. So, Whenever we're worried in business about necessarily a relationship ending for whatever reason, I've always been of the mindset of you have to maintain your integrity. Customer service is super important. And I talk with Matt, you know, Matt, I'm like, it, these are the things that, you know, these are the moments where our reputation is going to be incredibly important because customers are right. going to leave. They're going to try other people. They might get a quote right. and somebody's going to be cheaper. What you want to do is keep that door open to where if it doesn't work out with that other person, they end up missing you. They come back. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe I do pay a couple of dollars more, but you know what? I had a good thing. I knew what I was getting. It was consistent. Um, and that's what we've built Tsunami on was just that that high level customer service, treating people like regular people. We're not going in there, you know, um, being the whole suits and, and, and talking down on people and telling them what you need because I know more than you. It's always been the mm -hmm. attitude of what are you trying to accomplish? How can we work together creatively? Let's get all the feedback together and move forward. Um, and quick turnaround too. We, we find a lot yeah. of times, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that you, what you all did for me every single time was you made my urgency, your urgency, and it wasn't mm -hmm. your fault. Mm -hmm. It was, my, primarily my fault but that was one of the things that i loved is that i'm like this is a fire this is an emergency and you all treated it such a like it was an emergency for you as well you know I, and i right. really appreciated that and that's that's actually still going on too but um it, <laughs> it's part of the game i mean we understand i'm constantly having to you know remind myself and and, and talk about it where it's like you got to remember that we're passionate about videography. That doesn't mean everybody else is passionate about videography. And I'm constantly right. saying, you know, remember people are clocking in at a desk job and they got a bunch of other things to do. And videography is not necessarily the highest thing on their list in terms of priorities. You got other fires to put out that could stop the business that could stop somebody else from doing their job. Um, right. Marketing kind of falls into that too. Marketing is very important, but if you got to pick how to get payroll done or how to get this particular task done, marketing is going to take a back seat over and over every single time. Um, in so most I businesses. yeah. And, and I just say that to say, I don't, I don't take any offense to it. I understand it. I put myself in their shoes because you and I come from that background where we know what it is to clock in and to go enter a bunch of orders or to go put out fires and chase invoices and do all that stuff. And it's like stopping to answer the email about what a video looked like that, that has to wait and it can wait. So I, I don't right. approach it necessarily with ego. I know. I wish the feedback was way quicker sometimes. It's like, yo, did you love right. the video? Cause we, we loved it. Um, but right. that's just what we do. We we love it. So we want to hear like real quick, like, hey, what you think of that product or whatever. Um, right. But internally, I get it. Um, and that's that's going to be the challenge for any kind of thing with marketing, even though I always say to pump myself up and, and mad and, and we talk about the business. I say, you know, I think we're still ahead of the curve. I think specifically video is going to be the dominant form of, of communication if it isn't already. I think it is, but it it's is. like more yeah, and more people are going to wake up and realize, oh, wait a minute, I, I do, I need this. This isn't something that's cool or, you know, um, something to drop all kinds of money on just for vanity. This is necessary. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and, exactly. And the creators, mm -hmm. the creative people, see, I like, to, I think we're, we're close enough to the same age. So we, we remember CDs, we remember record labels and all that, that, that environment of going out and putting a demo to be part of a record label. I say that mm -hmm. to say that back when we were growing up, the power was in the distribution. The power was in the right. people controlling the keys to like, okay, you can come create if I allow you to do so. In right. 2022, that power has completely flipped. Now mm -hmm. the creators have the opportunity to know I can go directly to the consumer. I don't need somebody in the middle like I used to back in 1990 where I had to beg for a, a film mm -hmm. deal or a record label deal or a, a, a book publisher the, the creative services has now become just 
100 percent on your will to push through it and do it yourself can you get on google right. and figure out your own publisher can you get on google and figure out how to upload your music to itunes your videos right. we, we could put videos on amazon right now there's ways to put mm -hmm. your movies on netflix Right. And, and and it's just the 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 difference is just the information and the drive. It's like people lack the information, and it's like first you gotta have the drive, and then go out there and find the information because a lot of these things are free, or mm -hmm. they would they would be less than the cost of what it would be back in the day of of record deals and and, and movie licensing deals. You keep a hundred percent of your business, and you cut a distributor yourself. You know whatever out of the profit to get your stuff out there. Um, and marketing has been the same way. It's great to see you starting your own business and going direct to people. Because that used to not be possible. You used to have to do all these things. And now you have right. all these tools at your fingertips. It's like, I can help you get your website right. I can help you get your Facebook and everything else right. You're able to do that mm -hmm. when we weren't in the past. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely a, a good point. Like, you're right. Because in the past, you had to work for an agency, right? Like, that was the only way to, to be in marketing. But you said a, a couple of things that um, I thought were important in um, sacrifice. Is, is something that you said and you know when you when you talk about sacrifice sometimes you hear people say like you said they don't have the time to do this they don't have time to do that but if you probably if, if you took your phone and seen how many hours you were scrolling whatever your social media is of choice whether it's twitter facebook instagram tiktok youtube whatever and you probably start compiling those hours on a weekly basis you'd have the time mm -hmm. um if you like to binge watch netflix or if you have, you know, tons of TV shows that you like, you know, there's time. It's just what you feel like doing with the time is, mm -hmm. I think, really, really important for people to realize There, you know, we all, you know, it's cliche to say we all have the same 24 hours in the day because eh, that's kind of true and kind of not because your circumstances kind of um, affect that. Like you said, if you have a family or, you know, whatever the situation is. But I do think that, you know, sacrifice is, is not made. And I, I'll segue that into the trucking business. So right. <laughs> still have the trucking business. Um, this is now year six. How many trucks you got and now? Because I knew you when you had one and I think you have more now, right? Guess what? So last year I had four and mm. now actually I just sold one. I just sold my out of the out of the four that I still had, I just sold the last one on Sunday. Okay. And um we pivoted. Wait, so you sold all business. trucks? I have, I have no more trucks. So okay. the driver shortage got crazy last year during COVID and the larger companies started offering these like ridiculous bonuses. And let me not say ridiculous because that's unfair to the person that reaped the benefit of the bonus, but they priced out the, the small guy. So the bonuses sure. were like 10 grand just to mm, join the company. Right. And um, that just wasn't feasible for us. So we, we were losing drivers and losing the ability to attract drivers. So um, we wind up starting to sell the trucks and we were like, okay, well, what's the next go? So Jason, my husband decided that we were going to do pressure washing for trucks because he said that there was a shortage in the area of truck washes. So like if you needed your truck washed, um, it might take like two weeks for somebody to get to you. So he was like, oh, mm. that's a huge opportunity um let's do that so he buys the pressure washer and he's all set i think he went and did it like one saturday and then was like i uh, don't know if i want to do that so mm. <laughs> then we were like okay then what's the next step so what we realized is when we were selling the trucks we made a pretty decent profit and throughout and it's funny right they always say what would you 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 do something that you would do for free Right. So anytime anybody needed a truck, um, he has a couple of friends that are truck drivers or in the industry, they would contact him and ask him, hey, go find me a truck because he would be able to like go like search the country and find these great deals on trucks. Well, he then, I guess a light bulb clicked and said, oh, well, um, I've been doing this for free all this time, helping people. How about I actually um, start, you know, turn this into a business model? So um, in conjunction with my in-laws, we uh, started up um, TFS Truck Sales, which is still Thompson Freight Solutions, which was the which is the parent company. But we have TFS Truck Sales. And now um, what we do is we just source trucks from 
all over the country because one of the things for whatever reason truck prices are pretty high in hampton roads so if you okay. go to like a truck dealership or or you try to buy a truck here the prices are really high for the inventory that they have so we now um, go throughout the country, um, source some really great deals with some great trucks, bring them back here. Jason has a CDL now, so he can drive the trucks back. Okay. We bring them back here and um, we flip them. So yeah, we flip trucks now. <laughs> now that's and great. We've made way more money than <laughs> um, he quit his job. I mean, like- That's great. That's yeah, great. you know what I mean? like. He quit his job, and you know, for me, that was a little, that was a lot for me. You know, I'm the the multiple sources of income type of girl, so that was a lot because I'm like, well, can't you do it at night or on the weekends? Like, why can't you keep your job? <laughs> but um, he he said in order to in order to do the best, he had to be able to go all in, and you know, like he just left this morning to go up to like Pennsylvania, and he's bringing something back. He's like, I just have to be able to go all in. I mean. He's gone to like Missouri, Illinois, like he's going like way wow. across country to get these trucks and bring them back. And he was like, I have to quit my job in order to be able to do this. So that's like, a good, okay. that's a good problem. And it's always, <laughs> it's always scary, right? Like to do that and just to be out on your own. But the thing is, so you got a, you know, a, a quote unquote regular job too. So it's like benefits wise and stuff like that. Right. It, ba care, right. Yeah. it balance, it balances it. So it wasn't as scary, right? Because. Yeah. You know, I haven't been chasing it. Right. And to be fair, Rocket Ship pays me pretty well. So um, <laughs> it, it, it was okay. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh my God, like quick, quick, like no more paycheck. Um, so yeah, I take my hats off to anybody that like that's their everyday grind where, you know, what what is the saying they go? You you eat what you kill. Yeah, like that—that's th that your business. Where you know you have to drum up the business, you have to make the money in order to pay your your bills and and survive. Like, yeah, in Spanish <sighs> we call that frying and eating at the same time. Like while the meat is cooking <laughs> on the pan, you just eating right off of it. Like throw more on there. Right. Like, honey, got time to plate it. Like just with frying right. and eating. Like, oh, that's funny. I made tostones yesterday, and that's what Did I was you? doing. I was like, I'm being so greedy. <laughs> I was like, I'm frying and eating. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's a real that's a real thing so do you guys ever think about um is it, maybe it's too early but you guys think about just having some stock somewhere parked out here and so you're not dry, like are you doing it all based on orders right well that's that's part of it so right now we um there's a lot not too far from us and he lets us rent out um some space so oh, that cool. we can park trucks there um but what the goal is is to purchase a plot of land and we've seen a couple of places here in portsmouth where we can um store store the trucks to kind of make it like a, a truck sales place and then also um parking lot for truck drivers and then yeah. um i guess the old see it's funny when we got into trucking and and this is you know the funny thing about being in business with your spouses <laughs> sometimes it can get a little dicey and i say that to say we get into this argument from time to time where we, the original goal of going into trucking was to open up a shop. Okay. Mechanic. And here we, yeah. Okay. Here we are six years later and we're no closer to getting that shop than when we started. <laughs> and I'm telling him, I'm like, okay, we're on the third business model and we still don't have a shop. And um, the reason that I want the shop is because through the experiences that we've had as truck owners, I see there's a void of a shop where customer service is the priority, efficiency is the priority. Like there's just a lot of things that the shops around here are missing. And that's, right. you know, not to say that they're not good at what they do or they're not good business owners. That brings me back to another point you were saying. So I always say just because a chef can cook doesn't mean they can run a restaurant, if exactly. that makes sense. So exactly. just because you're an amazing diesel mechanic doesn't mean you can run a shop. Like business nope. is always going to be business. And I just think that a lot of the truck shops around here, they don't do good business. And I think that with my background in business and in managing uh, businesses and, and customer service and customer retention, I think that I would be able to dominate the um, diesel repair field in this area. And that's just wholeheartedly my belief I, I really do think i would be able to dominate it that's how we feel about production like we always say listen we, we might not have a big team we don't have necessarily all the most expensive gear 
But what we're gonna do is outwork everybody around us, and what we're gonna do is treat everybody as best as we possibly can. Like that. That's just the mm -hmm. thing. Like I, I don't know what everybody else's customer service is like, but I'd be willing to bet that ours is is high up there. You know, the top right. couple companies that is really treating you the way you need to be treated. We address everything immediately. Like if there's an email, right. that same day we're getting back. You need a price, that same day we're going. You need me tomorrow, we're gonna do everything we can to be there tomorrow. Um, mm -hmm. and it's like the, the delivery and the turnaround. It's like you need it, boom, we're gonna get it to you in, in no more than two weeks. You're gonna have it. Right. Where we right. hear stories about people waiting two, three months. It's like right. Oh, I was gonna I'm, say I, four to six weeks is like the kind mm -hmm. of standard. And we get stuff. It, it doesn't matter how big the project has been. It's been like two weeks max. That, that that's just what we're doing, and we, and we see people really appreciate it. Um, and, and and the thing with the mechanic, like you mentioned, you're right. Like not, it's exactly how I feel about the videography and everything else. It's like just because you're really good at one thing doesn't mean you could run a business. And I think that's um, I was I was having a conversation last week with someone saying, you know, what, what's wrong with just a hobby being a hobby? What's wrong with a job being a job? Because I think there's a certain um. It's almost like because of social media and public opinion, there's like an allure to say you're an entrepreneur and to say you're going to be a business mm -hmm. owner. And it's like mm -hmm. the, the, there's almost like this little like class warfare to an extent where it's like, nah, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm not a little mm -hmm. worker bee or whatever. And it's like mm, there's no shame in either one. If you're a worker bee, you're a worker bee. Own that. If you're an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. own that. Um, but a lot of people is like, I'm, class, I'm really I don't mean thing. to cut you off, but class warfare, that's a good way to describe it because that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, no, it, it feels that way, right? Like, it's like, if you say you own a business, then there's this feeling like, oh, you think you're better than me? No, I, I personally have the drive to go do this. Um, and that's what I want to do. I don't fault anybody for doing a nine to five. That's great. Matter of fact, that that is, honestly, I feel like that's the more wise thing to do, especially if you have a family. Go do the nine to five. You need a steady income. You need health insurance. You have kids. You need a retirement. These are things you're not going to have handed to you if you go be a business right. owner. Um, right. But for some reason, there's just like, oh, if, you, if you're a business owner, if you're trying to be a business owner, there's this idea where you're better. And it's like, you might be a little crazier than the next person. It's, it's, it's right. nuts to put your family at risk. You know, we're fortunate enough to where you're working, then your husband can go take the risk because you're working. Right. If that falls through, mm -hmm. at least we're all right. Right. We, we, you know, the quality of life might take a little bit of a hit, but we still got a roof over our head. We still got food right. coming in. Kids are taking care of health benefits versus mm -hmm. some people, you know, they go out there and jump. Where it's just like mm -hmm. there is only one income now, and it is the business, um, right? And 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 that's where people get tested for real. And I think um, there's timing for everything. Exactly. People need to, people need to leverage. Leverage sounds kind of cold, but leverage is the word that comes to mind. They need to leverage the relationship with their spouse. And when you have those opportunities, one of you work so you can have health insurance and all that stuff, and then another one just grind it out. And it takes a special right. relationship. Um, it's funny spe speaking with you as a wife. Um, I could say that with my wife, there's a huge appreciation in terms of the sacrifice that she has to make in terms of letting me go out there and give the time that it needs to go do these things. Right. Because um, I imagine you as a wife, there's a lot of things going on in the house that would be very helpful if I had my husband here. Um, mm -hmm. And it takes a maturity. Like, like this morning, <laughs> my son didn't get to school on time. I was like, ah, oh, Jason takes him to school. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, but it's, you know, it's funny. It's little things like that, that married people understand, right? Like little things like that over and over and over in time can create a serious wedge and huge stress and like mental breakdowns for real, for real, like trauma where it's like, yo, we're not understanding each other. And that's what communication is like hyper important where it's like you, you, you have to explain when you're overwhelmed, you have to explain what you need help with, um, because when you have somebody that's 100% dedicated to the career and then somebody else is 100% dedicated to a dream, it's tough because you can't do the whole thing where like, oh, you saw me struggling. It's like, well, I'm struggling in my own way too, mentally too. I feel drained. I might not see things as clearly as I normally would because I'm working 12, 13 hours to chase a dream. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so you can't necessarily look at me through the lens of maybe a nine to five person where a nine to five person, as soon as they punch the clock at five, they're mentally at home. I don't have to worry about nothing else. Um, mm -hmm. a, a business owner, this brain is constantly working and worried about the next move. And it's like, I'm, mm -hmm. I might miss a small detail that I might otherwise not have. So that's why it's right. important to have strong supportive spouses that get it. Um, that's right. not to say that these right. issues are not going to happen. And a spouse can't check someone and go, yo, wake up. I need you to focus right. over here for a little bit. You know, that the family right. needs help here. Um, but it's tough. It's tough finding that rhythm um, b between husband and wife where it's like, okay, um, how hard can you pull before it's like it feels like it's not fair you know what i mean right 
Yeah, it, 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 that's why I said it gets a little dicey sometimes. <laughs> and I am the I'm the supporter of a dream. And I just I you know, and, and, and anything I'm saying out loud, I've said to Jason and we're cool with it. But I, I've told them, I said, you know, I've Jason has had a lot of visions and in and dreams. I've been with him for 17 years. So throughout mm-hmm. the 17 years, he's been in a lot of businesses and um yeah, it takes a toll. It takes yeah. a toll, especially when it's not successful. Um, so here we are now, finally, where it feels like where there's a little bit of success, but it took a really, really long time to get here. And you know, there were years where we struggled, like, I mean, to the point where it's like, where are we gonna get the money to pay for X, Y, and Z for right. you know next month? So that can take a huge, huge, huge toll um, on on the relationship period. But I mean, I believe in them and I keep, you know, every time I'd be like, all right, well, my mom, I don't know if, if you remember the honeymooners, my mom calls him Ralph Cramden. Yeah. Remember he used to have all those weird ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, finally, I think this makes sense. And, you know, he gave it a little bit of time to test it and, you know, he put the work in, like he got the CDL so that, you know, he could drive and just help out with it a little bit more. So yeah, I, I, I think we're in a, we're in a good space with it now, but yeah, it could, it, I could, I see how we could break a relationship down. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I see it firsthand, but I just feel like money comes to us. So if we do the right thing, you know, we'll figure it out. Like I was unemployed last year. That was pretty tough. But, you know, we scaled back. It was COVID. Um, and I just utilized that time to to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm constantly learning on a daily basis. But I really, really hunkered down to just, like, learn. So I was able to get the agency job because I, I, I learned a lot during my downtime. You know what I mean? So right. then when I got the agency job, it's like everything turned around. And then right around that, and, and when I say right around that same time, is when um, I get the call from Johnny, like, oh, we're doing the data center. We'd love to have you a part of the project. So it's like, oh, great. Look at this. You know, like it all kind of worked out at the same time. But, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying about um, the the class warfare, you know, there's this, what I see a lot. And, you know, I guess it's your social media of choice. I I like Twitter Mm -hmm. um, just to kind of get a pulse on what people are, are talking about. And I see a lot of nine to five shaming on Twitter. And it's almost like, oh, well, like you said, you're the worker bee or you're this or you're that because you work for somebody else and blah, 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 blah. But again, the goal to me, like I said, is multiple sources of income. So one can be from business, one can be from nine to five, one can be from stocks or all this other new stuff that's going on um, Mm -hmm. in the digital currency. But to to think that, you know, someone that decides to collect a paycheck from somebody else, there's something wrong with them, means you as a business owner, to me, you have absolutely no good common sense because don't you want to employ people? (laughs) Wouldn't you want someone to feel good about working for your business? So why would you then shame people for wanting to work somewhere? Like make it make sense is, is how I feel about that. Yeah. And then a lot of people are solopreneurs. An entrepreneur creates opportunities for other people. A solopreneur creates an opportunity for themselves. So if you have no intention on hiring a team of people, you are not an entrepreneur. You are a solopreneur. You work for yourself. You're creating a business for yourself. And then the second part of that is when, when we did have the drivers, the stress that came from being responsible for someone else's life Cause that's right. what it felt like. Right. It, it took a toll. I personally, I don't think I would ever do that again. It was really, really hard because those were days that we would take money out of our own pocket because there was no profit to give to the, the drivers because I, I just felt a sense of like, like I owed it to them to make sure that I can give them some money because the, the, the model we had was 50, 50, right? So whatever the truck pulls in, we would split it 50, 50 and we took care of all the maintenance, um, tolls, taxes, everything. You just drive. But I just felt obligated almost to just make sure that, you know, they were able to pay their bills and take care of their family. 
And I would never want that pressure again. That's just not, it didn't sit well on my spirit. I don't want to be responsible for someone being able to pay their bills or not. And it, and I feel like in the beginning stages of any business, um, there's a point where even if you hire people, if your business folds, those, that person is without a job and that's now they have to try and make it, I guess. Like, that's kind of like, and, and I don't know if we're naive, um, Matt and I, in terms of, um, how tsunami operates. Um, we haven't brought anybody on yet because first of all, we want to bring people on when we feel like we can treat them the way we would want to be treated financially, specifically. Um, if we wouldn't do a job for $10 an hour, we're not going to tell somebody, Hey, come over here right. and do it for $10 an hour. We want to do it for respectable ways. And it's like budget wise, you know? We're making do. Business is growing. Very, very fortunate to be where it's at. But it's like to bring somebody on full time, we're, we're not there yet. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but what's cool about the creative stuff is like there are people out there that do it on a gig base. There's some people that, you know, right. are, are cool with, hey, if you ever need me for a shoot, I'll go do it for 200 bucks and I'll be there for you. Um, that's right. kind of like where we're at now, where it's like, you know, I, we can offer opportunities here and there. Um, but the communication is going to be clear because we would appreciate it if it was clear for us. It's like. This is not a permanent thing. It's just every now and then, you know, be, be on a list. I'll hit you up and call you. But I get it when you got, right. you know, truck drivers where that opportunity is not necessarily the same way. And it's like, I, I need something kind of stable. I need to know that I'm driving this week, next week, and the following week to pull something in. Mm -hmm. Why Why do you, you said you wouldn't necessarily want to deal with that headache. And I guess the business would have to scale to a point where you'd be more comfortable to take that risk. But I'm thinking like, so I've had a conversation before about how long should you push a business um mm -hmm. and it feels like you you don't have any give up in you in terms of like you've done a business that one didn't work you did another one you did another one like why are you still pushing through it why haven't you just i'm making enough money with my nine to five why am i going to deal with the headache like why, why why still deal with the headache oh man i guess i don't know i guess it's weird to say it out loud because i i see the the naysayers say it's the wrong thing to do but i i, I like money I like to I chase money. Um, I want to explore the world and you need money to do that. So um, I have a Pinterest, I have a Pinterest board and it's called we work to travel. And it's all these like what I would consider like exotic places in the world that I would like to go to. And um, yeah, you need money to do that. And, and that's why I, I push. I want to be comfortable. Um, I want to be able to. Like I'm thinking about putting Bryson in 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 private school next year. I want to be able to do that without thinking too much about it. Um, our oldest daughter is in uh, college. She's college age now. She's going to community college right now, but she just got accepted into Norfolk State. She wants to go next year. She doesn't get the proper financial aid. I want to be able to make sure that we can pay for it. So it it boils down to just having the financial freedom to do, to do the things that I want to do. Right. Um, so it's not. For me, I'm not gonna say it's all passion in in some aspects. Um, I, I would like to make money. Um, I get it. You know what I mean. I, I, I it's just one of those things where, like, it, there's a quote from um, from Jay Z, and he was talking about when people make music and they um, and they put it out to the world, and he said, if you didn't want to sell it. You would just record it in your basement and you listen back to it. But when you put it out there to the world, you want people to receive it and purchase it. So right. I, I mean, that means you want the money, right? So it's not that you don't, you're not doing it just for the craft, but you'd like the financial benefits from it too. It makes sense. And it's actually coincidentally a very um, academic response because I don't remember if they, I don't know if they told you this in school. In school, they told us, and you could actually Google this. If you Google the definition of business, what is a business? What is the purpose of business? The literal definition is to maximize profits. Is the, <laughs> the definition of what is the purpose of a business? You can Google. Anyone can Google that. What is the purpose of a business? It's going to say to maximize profits. So it makes sense. Um, and 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 I I get it a hundred percent. And I'm me personally, I'm driven like a little bit of a different direction. Those opportunities are important. Um, for me, it's like I've never stopped pushing because I'm excited about the moment that you said is a headache. See, maybe I got to experience the headache myself that, that, <laughs> because I'm excited about the opportunity to tell somebody, come do what you love with me. 
Like, mm-hmm. like come stand that let's let's do what we love together. I'm excited about the opportunity to open the door and let's say fantasy world, everything works out, and this is a billion dollar business. To be able right. to have somebody like on a every two weeks cut them a check to where they're providing for their family and they've got health insurance, that to me is like the ultimate success. Because I've been providing for myself since I was 17 years old. I've been making money and, and, and been able to pay for things here and there. Um, and, and I could I say it all the time. I, I can make a living working almost anywhere. I was making a living working at a Chick-fil-A. I was paying the mortgage, had health insurance and doing fine. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate and wired in a way that I want to see other people succeed. And I want to be part of that process. I want to help mentor and do that stuff. So. That's why I keep doing business. I don't have a time limit. I don't have a, you know, this business has to be something huge by 2025 or something. It's like, I'm going to keep pushing as long as it takes. Um, I enjoy it. I like the process. It's not that hard. um, Technically, you know, there's a lot of time to give up. But when you look at what you're actually doing with that time, it's not difficult. You know, I tell people all the time, it's like, what you said is, is perfect. Do what you would do for free anyway. I tell people that specifically that exactly like that all the time. If you're going to start a business, do what you're doing for free. And in 2022, you can start a business behind everything. These kids are showing you that right. if you, all you want to do is play video games, you can do a business behind playing video games. This is possible. Right. Um, right. Do what you're going to do for right. free. And I tell people with a quick couple of Googles, I learned how to make an LLC. I learned how to pay taxes. I found accountants. I, I, I did everything necessary to have a business. And when you treat it that way that you would do it for free anyway, then the sales don't really matter, especially in the beginning. Like you shouldn't get too hung up on the sales. So what if you only made 50 bucks this month? If you're going to turn your nose up at 50 bucks, you're not going to get it to the 50,000. You're not going to get there. Right. You, right. It's, it's right. the whole, you have to eat crap before you eat caviar type of thing. You have yep. to. Um, it's true. Deal with it. Deal with the $20 client. Deal with the headache client that you worked really hard to go get 50 bucks. You deal with that until you scale right. and you get a good reputation. Right. Because that, that's how yeah, it's worked with us. You have to start us. at the bottom. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. how it's worked with us. I don't know how it's going to work with everybody else, but with us, it's been cringing through some moments and putting on a brave smile and doing the best work we can. And to the point that the portfolio got big enough to where other people started noticing, but bigger mm-hmm. budgets and bigger expectations. And they're like, I'm willing to give you this now. Um, right. But that's the importance too of integrity. And, and I found like, be as humble as you can. Be a person of integrity, and it all works out in the end. It really does. Um, right. And that's just that's just what I've found. I, I haven't been in a situation where, um, I put it this way: even in the worst moments where things were really really tight, where it's like, man, how are we going to pay the mortgage? Um, mm-hmm. Stay in the course. Worked out in the end. Um, yeah. I got experience with a lot of friends that necessarily maybe took shortcuts, and it always bit them in the butt. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty bad. And they learn from right. it and they move on. But I I haven't seen anybody stay at the top doing things dishonorably or questionably. I, have, I haven't seen right. it. You, you might be up for a summer, a year or two, mm-hmm. but the stuff right. catches up. Your reputation starts to catch up. Um, but right. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. And I'm excited to see you still doing it. It's crazy to me that you you, you always find a way to, to, to pivot. I hate that word now because everything's been pivot since COVID. The digital <laughs> pivot, this pivot, that. That's the buzzword. Entrepreneurship and pivoting is the buzzword for COVID. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you've been you've been making it work. It's dope. I, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you like crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be able to watch you grow. And um, it's dope that we get to touch base from time to time. Cause you always got something right. exciting going on. I feel like I don't have much <laughs> more going on. I say yeah, it's more the same, but you always got something new going on. Uh, yeah, because I'm always, you know, and and it's funny because I don't notice it until I say it out loud, and then other people mm-hmm. are like, huh? You know, like I still serve on all those boards. Oh yeah, right? that's cool. So like, yeah, um, because I'm, you know, I'm always passionate about helping out the kids. So you know, I, I still do all of that kind of stuff. Have you and, heard of um, um or or joined yet? Black brand? Have you heard of them? The Black Chamber of Commerce and Hampton Roads? Yeah, I've been watching them to kind of see what, what, what they're doing. I think I'm on their Facebook group and, and looking to, to see what they're doing. Are you do a part videos. of them? Yeah, we joined oh, recently. But videos. yeah, we've been doing their videos now for like two, three years. Um, oh, nice. and, then, and then we joined 
um officially members but they do great work with the community and they got like uh business accelerator programs for free that you know yeah i see that it's they they won that grant right where they're gonna mm -hmm. now be i think they like what is it like seven hundred thousand dollars or something that they're gonna be yes, able to um, provide people seven seven hundred fifty thousand they got for the program and they're gonna distribute it you know however the programs need to but um they're always doing something um you know yeah. we're members of the, the hampton rose chamber and now black brand as well and you know, it's funny back in the day, I don't know if I had the conversation with you or with someone else, but I used to be real jaded about it. Like, what the heck is the point of paying, you know, a couple hundred bucks a year to go? That sit was there me. And, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> to go, to go, harumph is what I call it. Like, you're going to sit there and like, oh, so how was your day? How the kids? The golf was crazy last weekend. Like, I ain't paying for that. <laughs> um, right. But you know, it's funny since we joined, it's, it's been the basics of business, just networking, just going. Oh, there, definitely. Go share a freaking coffee. It ain't the end of the world. You know, right. everybody's going to ask, what do you do for a living? And one out of those 2,000 people is going to say, oh, you do videos? I, I need one next week. Right, and, right, and it's, right. That's it's the price of it. It's paid for itself. That's all like, I can ask what, for. Right, right. That, and, and that's one of the things. You know, I was the division chair for Portsmouth last year for the um, Hampton Roach Chamber. And, you know, that's one of the things that... Um, that tag, you know, tag counts. He always yeah, says, yeah. like the the ROI. Once you get a client or a business opportunity, it it pays for itself. But now that you say that, um, maybe I will look a little bit um, more into Black Brand and and see um, about joining. Because yeah, I have been kind of keeping up with what they've been doing, mm -hmm. and um, you know, that just made me think when you were saying pivoting. Um, someone reached out to me super random last week. And they bought an opportunity to me to potentially go down to Atlanta and speak about entrepreneurship at a college. And mm. I was like, wow, that's not something that I ever thought about, but that's cool. And it pays. But it's funny because what did, they, what, what did we just say? I would have did it for free. Yeah. But when she added that at the end, I was like, oh, wow. And it pays. I was just excited about the opportunity to do it. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. There's actually, you know, money attached to it. But even if, you know, there was no money attached to it. I would have did it. I would have taken the expense for my flight and everything. And I, I would have done it because A, it's a good opportunity to, you know, build my brand and B, mm -hmm. I'm giving back, right? Because if yeah. that's the purpose of my brand is to give back, then maybe I should make this a 501c3. Maybe I should really think about changing <laughs> that. <laughs> now, that, now that I'm saying that out loud, like maybe that's the angle to go to. But one thing really quickly, why you were saying about the... um. The videos i did want to touch upon you saying that you um were ahead of the curve i agree with that 80 percent of what we consume now um via advertising or anything is video so super important and as far as um i don't know if you've been looking for like government contracts and stuff like that but check that out and see if there um some things you can put in some um rfps or something for yeah um to to, to get some work because you know the government will pay you quadruple whatever <laughs> rate that you normally pay to do the same work and yeah. you can you know even do it you know in driving distance or you know where a cheap flight is so look into that you see how my brain is always working like yeah I, it's a nah. brain dump because i'm like let me make sure i get it out <laughs> but it's like wow that would be a great opportunity for you all to be able to you know and you've already worked with a city that's municipality so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah look we, into those trying... We're trying to get more into local government stuff because I don't know. You have to know. We we started the business on some uh, government training on like Navy stuff. We were doing training videos for them. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that was a whole different world. That's a whole different world pricing wise. That's a whole different world expectation wise. Stress is nuts. It, it, you go from telling somebody like, you know, a local business. Okay, I'll go do your video for a thousand dollars or whatever. Here's what you're going to get to submitting like 30 pages of what you're going to do. It's just a wild, it's a whole different game. You know, people got yeah, that, involved and then people went rank and stuff. And then, but there's opportunities out there. Um, mm -hmm. And for sure, it's like, I, I'm, I'm happy to be in the position we're in because if people don't believe in video right now, they, they're going to be forced to. Um, and the only thing to. is provide a level of service that, uh, I say it not to be disrespectful, but it's my slang way of saying it. The, the, the provide a service that a worker be can't. Um, I'm not trying to diminish or demean somebody that does the nine to five, but there's a certain level of, of, of enthusiasm that a nine to five right, how person, much you care. Yeah. It's like you're going in and okay. Even if you did hire a videographer for 60 grand a year and you gave them benefits, even if you did that, you might not necessarily get the same enthusiasm that we could bring. You know, we got fresh right. perspective. We're coming in with a certain energy. 
Um, mm-hmm. We're going to push it as fast as we can. Sometimes it'll work or be. You're going to ask them where that stuff is at a month later. And it, where, where's, it at? <laughs> where's it at? What's going on? Um, right. And they and they might not necessarily be interested in pushing the bar, you know, and, and making right. the product better every single time. Where we're very driven. It's like, nah, the next video has to be better. It has to be way better than the right. last one. Um, right. So, nah, but it's... um. It's great, man. I, I I appreciate you. I ain't gonna hold you too much. Um, it's it's, it's always great talking to you, man. Um, what's I gonna say? In terms, so the one one thing closing out, and this is actually could be offline or whatever. But so your involvement with that whole fiber ring thing, like what what are you doing there? That's so funny too, because I was just about to say to you, it's <laughs> they were saying that they needed some video. I was like, well, y'all know, I know somebody that can do the video, and I well, they know who trying. does there. Who else does there? Come on, man. That's you know well, what we're, oh, we're gonna so, have to talk about that no, no, separate no, 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 because no because no, I was gonna say it's it's a different so I don't work for Simis I work okay. for Simis Holdings which is the company that was spun off with some other owners including Johnny for the okay. um, data center okay. so there's okay. a couple of other different um, people that are involved who were not aware of anything that Simis had done in the past. As okay. far as like video and stuff like okay. that. So I don't know. Yeah, they were saying something about having somebody. But again, my eyes just, if I'm in charge of marketing, then you guys have to let me choose my people. And you know, yeah, I'm super serious about somebody. that. You got somebody. Already. Right. So <laughs> I, I just was like, you know, well, what do they have yet? <laughs> How much stuff? Because if not, then you know, I'm just going to call you. Like, no, because I want to showcase the beginning of the construction all the way through to the reveal uh, <laughs> what you have no, a drone we, we've no 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 I, th- th- these are conversations we've had we've had these conversations yeah, yeah, yeah no well, we, we need to I'm, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk we, okay we, yeah, these I'm things like, have already on. been discussed they've already been kind of you know uh, what when well when? the project That's, is slightly delayed okay. the project is slightly delayed <laughs> so they haven't yeah they haven't started yet i literally just got the website up this week so oh, okay okay um, yeah, um, now, it, we're, it's been a little we're bit excited. We're excited to be a part of it. I, I sighed because it's been a uh, it's been a long um, discussion about it, and, and we want to do it. It's it's a sigh mm-hmm. of yo, let's go, let's go. We're ready, um, right? Because right. it's it's exciting stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on in Portsmouth that we we could talk on and on about, but there's mm-hmm. it's stuff we want to get in Portsmouth. It's gonna have two locations: Portsmouth and Virginia Beach. For oh, did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that pipe comes from over here, and then they 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 have mm-hmm. to yeah. It's, no, nah, it's gonna be crazy. Right. It's gonna be great for the. Uh, right. It's gonna be great for everybody around here, whether they realize it or not. It should improve our internet quality. Right, definitely, definitely. But yeah, like you said, being ahead of the curve of the video puts you in a great position. You, you do the great work, and even I would take something just as simple for some of your marketing efforts. The the head of Instagram said that it, Instagram is a video sharing platform. So mm-hmm. your little static post and all that stuff that you've been doing that you thought was cool, mm, not so cool anymore. <laughs> you better yeah. be posting them back on reels. And even, and, and let me not, you know, I'm a geek, so I can keep talking. But even when I do, I have customers that do like LinkedIn marketing, they want those to be videos too on LinkedIn. And you're thinking LinkedIn, you just go on in, and, you know, shoot the crap with <laughs> people that you might've worked with before. No, they, it's a, they want video up there too. So you know, everywhere you have to, you have to reverse engineer the consumer. That's something I got from Gary V. You got to reverse engineer the consumer. And you know what? Go based off of your frame of reference. When you are on Facebook, when you are on Instagram, think about it. What makes you stop more times than not? It's a video. So you're not always stopping at every little picture. When something's moving, that's interesting. You stop. That's you need to take that knowledge to marketing and, and treat it that way. And you need a little bit of everything. That's why what you said is, is perfect full circle because you do need a website. You need pictures. You need video. Um, you, you can't, and these platforms are free. That's what I never understood when people get like, uh, you know, I've heard people before say, why do I need to be on Facebook where, um, you know, my business people are not going to X, Y, Z. Um, they're not going to Facebook to buy my product. And it's like, yeah, but people that buy your product are on Facebook. That's right. simple marketing. Like, it's like, why would you put your, well, why would steel put a banner inside Harbor park? I'm not going to Harbor park to go buy a chainsaw. I'm going to go watch some baseball, but it's like, no, but people that buy chainsaws are watching baseball. It's right. Just, and it's, it's brand. Just, everything isn't just about the sale. Some things are brand awareness and brand recognition. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's just a whole ecosystem in, 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 in marketing that people just skip over. But It's the subliminal message, yeah. like psychology. Mm-hmm. Like if I keep hearing the name over mm-hmm. and over and over again, when I go to buy a chainsaw, I've seen steel everywhere. Right. Steel. They must be the highest quality because right. they're everywhere. Right. I mean, just grab we it, know yeah. where our local 
McDonald's is, but you're going to see that McDonald's commercial every single time you turn on your TV or you know where your mm-hmm. local Walmart is or whatever the case is. There's, you know, there's a psych- there's a science and psychology about that. That's yeah. a geek moment that I have that I would actually go back to school one more time um, mm. if I could find a, a, um, a doctorate's program in um, consumer uh, psychology. That'd be dope. Yeah, I'm very, like, very interested in that. That's what I spend my time on. When I'm on social media, that's kind of just what I'm looking at, like how people react to products, how people react to certain things. You know, what are they saying about X, Y, and Z? Like, I'm just very interested in, in consumer behavior and consumer psychology. Yeah, mm-hmm. now that's cool. Well, shoot, I appreciate you. I'm going to have to get you back on here again because this is a great conversation. We're going to have to, we, yeah, we yeah. can go down the I'm rabbit hole say. further and a whole bunch of other things. Too. I was about to say, you know, I could talk, 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 talk. <laughs> One last thing because I meant to tell you this too. I seen you did a video for a realtor. Don't know who it was. Video was amazing. That could also be like, you can dominate that field because all these realtors need to understand they have to have video. They have to have, no one is buying any house or looking at anything without that cool footage stuff. (laughs) Um, So that's a lane that you could take over, like the go-to person out here to do those, those open house videos. They're not. We're chasing it. We told people your Instagram, if you're a realtor, your Instagram needs to be dedicated to nothing but video walkthroughs. What just shocked you? I'm sorry. I'm looking out my window. And like a dog, a big dog just ran across my yard. But it's not my dog. <laughs> well, go lock the door. You be careful. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? Whose dog is? So someone's missing their dog. Oh, my God. Don't don't go say hi to strange dogs. I know, right? Why? What just made me just nervous? Because I have a, well, he's a, he's a big puppy, but... Lord knows if I would have just went outside and we got attacked. Oh my God. Like this, you know, this is why I believe things happen the way they're supposed to happen. Because if I wasn't on this call with you, there's a probability I would have been walking outside with my dog. Just walked right out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, all right, lady. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you <laughs> next time. You take it easy. I appreciate you. I was about to say, yeah, I love to talk. So whenever you need me to fill in the whatever, you can let me know. <laughs> <laughs>